0: Today's dating world comes with a lot of BS, ghosting, boring conversations, and endless first dates that don't go anywhere. It's complete BS and it's got to stop. I'm your host, Kenna Renee, and dating without the BS gives you straight to the point dating solutions so you can meet the exceptional partner waiting for you. So let's do it. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. How y'all doing? We're getting ready for Halloween over here in our home. I don't know if you know this about me. I'm not a big fan of Halloween, but Jason is. And the only way for him to get me excited about it is to give me free agency over our costume and how extravagant it's going to (laughs) be. So, I get permission to do that, and he participates. He obviously approves the costume, but that's what's going on in our house. And then, y'all, have you seen Love is Blind, the new season? I'm probably going to do a separate episode about this. Um, It's a little hard for me to weigh and measure who watches Love is Blind and who listens to me. But if you have not started watching the, the, the most recent season... My encouragement is between now and next week, maybe I'll talk about it next week, hop or I'll probably talk about it in two weeks. Watch Love is Blind and watch the first few episodes that they have released because it is the craziest thing what's going on all of these women are like super calm, confident in the pods. And then they get out of the pods and they all start to freak out. They're like, is he interested in me? Does he, is he still attracted to me? Does he still like me? Does he still feel the same way about me? And I'm like, where did this come from? This like behavior of like, Insecure, a little bit of insecurity. And I really, really think it's because of the online space. I think we get used to being a certain version of ourselves behind a screen and the screen never ever challenges us in how we really feel about ourselves. Like deep down, like logically we know that we are a great catch and we are great women. Like you guys are amazing women. And then we get face to face with men and it's like all the things that have been dormant about ourselves that we question, they've been lying dormant and now they're getting poked. And so I'm like, why is this specifically happening with women and for women? Like, how are we using the online space in a way that doesn't actually support us? And also, like, why is this happening on such a larger level than it has before? Because I think I've looked at other shows, like I've looked at the past seasons and there was maybe one or two girls that felt that way, but like it's almost all of the girls in this season. Anyways, you know, come join me on Instagram and like talk with me about this. What are your observations about it? And this is not at all like to put down women. This is really strictly a curiosity standpoint of like, why is this happening? And my heart aches about it because none of these women need to feel insecure at all. So there's my soapbox. Watch Love is Blind. I'm going to go deeper about it in the next couple episodes. I have to make a note about that too. Okay. So you know me. I'm always talking about patterns. So patterns are essentially habits that we have in our life. In every single area of our life, whether we're successful in it or not, you can link certain behavioral patterns, whether they're mental, emotional, or physical, the actions that we take, you can link those three things to that area of life and you could actually figure out what are the components that are making me successful or what are the components that are hindering me. We think it's just about actions, but actually your emotions are the fuel to your actions. So I either feel like walking the dog or I don't. I feel like going to the gym or I don't. I feel like going out and putting myself out in the world for, to meet a guy or I don't. Our, act, our emotions fuel our actions constantly constantly. And so that is the piece that we don't really pay attention to. We'll try to take action, but we feel anxious. We try to take action, but we're feeling insecure. We try to take action, but we feel uncertain. And so anything, any behavior, whether it's losing weight, saving money, a relationship, those are like three big ones that people really struggle with. We can link and connect emotional, mental, and physical patterns to those things and be able to figure out why we are at success or where we're missing the mark. And so I love to go in and do this for myself, but I also love to go in and do this for my clients. I think it's the reason why my clients can find somebody in such a short amount of time is because we are literally focusing on their patterned behaviors, their habits, the things that they're unconsciously Um, operating in that they don't see and then that's the thing that makes them go well it's not working so at one point in time my client came to me and she was like like one week it was what we meet every week and one week she came to me she's like I don't know it's just not working and I smiled and she's like what and I'm like it's not working is just an indication of a pattern you're stuck in that you're not paying attention to that's it And if we take the personalization out of it, right, it's hard because when our dating life isn't working, we think it's 100% personal. We're like, it's not working because I'm not as great as I think I am. It's not working because I'm picking the wrong men. It's not working because the dating world sucks and nobody wants anything serious and men don't take anything seriously. And it's not working because I'm not skinny enough or I'm not successful enough or I'm not as outgoing as I should be. And we come up with all of these things and these reasons personally about why our dating life isn't working. But if we set aside all of those personalizations and we become like a scientist and we start to just evaluate where am I and what am I doing on a consistent basis that's not working, we can create a new pattern so that you can get, you can move forward. So on this episode, I'm actually going to give you 10 different patterns that you might be stuck in so that you can go through and maybe you can pick one that just feels good to you, that feels in alignment with you or that your gut is saying, that's the most important one that I need to put attention on and so that you can get yourself unstuck right now. I promise you, I know that you have an approach dating this way. I know that when things don't work, we just decide to get off the app or stop dating for a couple months thinking that it's going to like reboot the entire system. But guess what? Your patterns don't change when you go back in the dating world after you've taken a break. You take your patterns with you. I'm of the belief that we don't even actually need to take a break. We just need to take a pause maybe, like a one-week pause and be like, all right, let me check out some of my patterns. Which ones can I change? And if that feels like too much work for you, we can work together to do that. I'd be happy to. It's like something I get... Like I get so excited about people's patterns because it gives us so much freedom to move forward. It puts us back into our power to know that I have influence and I can just change some behaviors and get a drastically different result. Now I'm going to put this on the table as a little caveat. We don't change our patterns to see if it will change things. Okay, I'm going to say that again. You don't change your pattern because you're like, sure, I'll try that to change something. And if it doesn't change, I'm going to go back to the way that I am. We change a pattern and we commit to changing the pattern because guess what? If that pattern was going to work, it would have worked by now, but it hasn't, so we've got to change the pattern completely and never go back to it again. Okay? I know for a fact That the gap between when my clients meet guys, they go out and they meet guys on their own and they can date. They're similar to you. They date guys, they meet guys, they've been in relationships. But the gap between just a relationship and their partner lies within patterns that they have not paid attention to. I'm reading this book called The Last Word on Power and it's talking about how business leaders of really great high-powered companies want to take their business to the next level but they keep running up against a wall and the book talks about how you cannot go to the next level and accomplish the impossible right right now it's impossible for them to get to the next level because they haven't it. it's impossible for me to find a husband because I haven't yet so we're going from impossible and making the impossible possible And in order to do that, we can't just make incremental changes. The book recommends that you completely reinvent what you're doing and who you are. And so when my clients come to me, I am giving them a reinvented process. My client said it perfectly. She's like, you help us do all the things that we need to do that we have not even thought about doing. I'm giving you a reinvented process, but I'm still making it customized to who you are to the ways that you are, to who you naturally are as a person. If that sounds good, let's like reach out to me. Let's definitely work together. But today I wanted to give you these patterns so that you can take action yourself on these things. Are you ready? So here's your list of 10. First, swiping on autopilot. I can't tell you how often I will log into my client's account and I'll be like, hey, tell me why you picked these guys. And they're like, I have no idea. We swipe on autopilot. So instead of swiping on autopilot at the end of the day when you're watching TV and you're bored, my encouragement is set aside five minutes, just five minutes, and intentionally swipe. That means you know exactly the reasons why, and you could verbalize the reasons why you said yes to somebody versus the reason why you said no to somebody. You will increase the quality of men that you're attracting. I I couldn't measure the percentage, but I promise you will, by just intentionally swiping. Second. We pick men first based on their photos and we're not really reading their bio. So clients will be like, "Oh, he looks really fun. He looks like he does a lot of fun things." Or oftentimes it's guys who like like to travel a lot and their their pictures are very glamorized, right? It's like we're looking at a magazine. We're like, "Oh, I like that guy. I want that guy." But we're picking them based upon their photos first in the excitement of their photo. We're not even necessarily picking it about the man. Pay attention to that. That could be a pattern you're in. Third, not really knowing, again, why you're swiping on men, right? Swapping, swiping on autopilot is unconscious swiping, yes, no, yes, no, you're doing it really fast. The third pattern is not really knowing why you're swiping on them, okay? Fourth, waiting for a substance guy to pop up on your screen versus knowing how to find out if they're substance, okay? This just goes back to, again being sort of in the mode of autopilot and you're just waiting for that substance guy to fall in your lap and come across your screen, but in the meantime, we're actually passing up substance men left and right because we don't know how to figure out if they're substance. If you don't have a process for that, it could be helpful. You can conduct your own process to figuring out how they're substance, or you can come and we can work together and do it together. (laughs) Fifth, your mental and emotional state is a pattern, as I talked about in the beginning. So let's say that you really wanna be approached by men, but deep down you're not sure how to handle it when it happens. That is an emotional state you're carrying around of like, please do not actually come talk to me because I don't know what I would do. That's a real thing that blocks us from receiving men. Maybe we're wanting a relationship, but we're questioning if we're really ready for it. That is an energetic pattern that blocks men from showing up. Maybe we want a partner, but we're uncertain that we can trust ourselves to pick the right person. Again, that is a mental and an energetic pattern that is pretty much running at all times, but we're waiting for the guy to show up in order to prove that pattern wrong. But that's actually the opposite way of how it works. Your sixth, point, sixth pattern is picking men in the same order, order that you've always picked them in. So. If you wrote down how you make your decisions about men, you will find yourself in a pattern. Usually, we pick it based upon height, job, looks, maybe religious background or political stance. Literally, those are like the same five ways, reasons we pick men initially. Common interest is another one. But rather, we could be picking men based upon compatibility. Now, you might be thinking, well, Ken, you cannot tell compatibility on an app. Yes, you can determine compatibility on an app with the right questions you can get a sense of some type of compatibility not the full stance but because we're in the pattern of picking men based upon the five things I talked about first we actually it never forces our brain to go figure out could they be compatible so a really beneficial pattern is switching compatibility being like I cannot pick him based upon my normal five things first I have to bake bake pick based upon compatibility first. And when you do that and you set that as a standard, your brain will actually go to work to figure out if there's compatibility. Test it, try it, come back to me, see what happens, okay? All right, seventh pattern. Being stuck in the energetic state of this is not working. So if it has not worked for, I would say more than three years, Our body is going to adopt the feeling of it not working to keep you safe. In fact, you've told yourself and you've taught yourself, don't get too excited. So the normal energetic state that you're walking around in the dating world with the predominant state is it's not going to work. Again, we're waiting and hoping for some guy to show up to teach us and show us that it could work. But the predominant state that we are walking around with most often I get that you have high moments where you're like, it could work. I get that you have low moments of like, it's definitely not going to work. But the predominant state most often that you could be walking around in because you've taught yourself to not get too excited is it's not working. And this is an energetic state that we have to step out of. Should you anticipate that it's going to work with everyone? Obviously not. But you can teach yourself that you're welcoming the feeling of it working out. Like, I'm going to let go of it not working and I'm going to start anticipating that that it will. Not to let myself down, not to get too excited. You actually could have some tools so that you don't get let down, so that you don't get too excited and you don't go too far and too soon. We can work on that together. (laughs) There's a common theme. We could work on it, but it is an energetic state and pattern that we actually need to step out of in order for it to start working. Again, we want the man to come along to show us it will work or the men to show up to show us it works. It doesn't work like that. We have to step into an energetic state of like, it can work. It's possible it's going to work. I would like things to turn around to start working. Okay? The eighth pattern you're in, treating the online space like dating when the online space is a tool. A lot of times my clients will get really, really disappointed and bummed out when dating isn't, the online space isn't making them feel excited or they're not meeting anyone that they're interested in or that they're really excited about. And that's because we're treating the online space as if it's dating, but the online space is a tool to get you to the date that you could be excited about. So you will be far less disappointed when you treat the online dating space like a tool to get to the date. Is that a pattern you might be in? The ninth pattern, Trying to make it work with the same type of guy over and over and over again. Now, there's sneaky behavior that we do around this. So let's say you swipe on guys that are opposite from who you would normally pick. I watch my clients do this. Their energy in those conversations are like, well, I'm just going to wait for this guy to wow me. Like, I'll talk to him, but I'm waiting for you to wow me. Like, I'm, I'm giving you a chance, right? I'm throwing you a bone as if you're doing them a favor, <laughs> But you're the one trying to find a man. And so they get into this energetic state of like, my energy in the conversations are not as um, aggressive or they're not like as energetic as they would be with guys that I am interested in, that I would normally pick. And so even though you're picking guys that are opposite from who you normally pick, your energy in those conversations are most likely dimmed down versus the energy you bring to conversations with guys you normally pick. So in this case, you're kind of tricking yourself. You're still trying to make it work with the same type of guys, even though you're swiping on guys who are the opposite. So you're trying to make it work. You're bringing the energy to make it work with the guys you try to make it work with all the time. And your energy with the other guys is like, meh. So if you're going to pick guys who are opposite than who you normally pick, I say that is a great, great thing to do. But we have to make sure that our energy is equally the same as the guys that we really want it to work with. So a pattern that you might be in is trying to make it work with the same type of guy. And your last pattern is being stuck in the mental ping pong of like, this isn't going to work for me. Maybe love isn't for me. Maybe it is for me. Maybe it's not for me. It's not going to work, but I want it to work. That is a pattern that really, really keeps us stuck because it sends emotional, like it's, there's so many different emotions that it sends out into the universe. So at one point you're in an, you're in an energetic state of like, this is working. It's like, great. I'm going to send her great guys that she needs. And then the next minute it's like, this isn't going to work. And so then it's like, okay, then it's not going to work. She doesn't want it to work. When your dating life isn't working, we do one of two things. We stop dating because we're frustrated. Or we can take a step back and be like, okay, it not working as an indication of a pattern that I'm in that is not serving me. This is an important part. When we choose self-supporting decisions, when we make self-supporting decisions, I don't know why I'm having a hard time saying that. (laughs) When we choose self-supporting decisions is when we are committed to like making life work for us in a way that's easy and smooth. Maybe that's a pattern that you need to step into, self-supporting decisions. So we don't use the information of our life and what's currently happening or what currently or what has happened in the past against ourselves, to say you can't have what you want but we use it as just data we don't personalize it and we take a step back and we say okay if love is always working in my favor which it is what pattern could I be in that I could replace with something else Like I said before, that is the reason why my clients succeed in such a short amount of time is that they replace patterns that are self-defeating and that are keeping them stuck with ones that move them forward and are in alignment to the future they want. That is a pattern in itself. How often are your decisions in alignment to the future you're creating? How do you start doing this? Well, we can pick one of these patterns that I just laid out for you. Maybe it's the one that feels best to you. Maybe it's the one that feels easiest or the one that your gut says, hey, you got to stop doing that right away. And you can start there and you can focus on replacing that pattern for the next two weeks. And I say two weeks because I want you to pay attention to the change and the transformation that could come from it, right? And then commit and follow through on it. Remember, I didn't say try it to see if it changes. I said change it because it's a pattern you're in that is not working. It not working is not a bad thing. It's just information. It will guide you towards what will work because love is on your side. It's constantly guiding you if you want to see it that way, even when it's not working. And when it's not working, we just get to pause and be like, all right, let's evaluate What pattern just doesn't feel good? Which one feels hard? Which one feels sticky? Which one feels like I'm just being constantly defeated? And I'm going to go focus on that pattern and change it and replace it. Love is always on your side. It's always guiding you. Lean into it. Let it show you what what needs to change. I hope this was helpful. I know it was helpful for me. It's these little sneaky patterns that keep us stuck and they don't have to. We have the ability and the authority to make changes towards them so that we can go have the life that we've been longing for now instead of like one day. And again, if you want my guided support over six months, we can make it happen. Send me a message to talk more about it. What day is it? Happy Wednesday. (laughs) I'll talk to you guys next week. Hey, if you want to create a memorable dating experience that leads to the man you want to do life with in just six months, it's time for a coach and we need to chat. Send me a message at kenna.rene.co at gmail.com or on Instagram at the